You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode number 200. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard, and we've made it. We've made it to episode 200. I can't even believe it. And what a journey it's been. And because we're in episode 200, I want to make sure that there's a couple of things that I celebrate and share with you. First, International PMO Day is right around the corner. And I want to make sure that you are with me celebrating International PMO Day on May 9th this year. Now, International PMO Day will be the second Tuesday in May every year. This year, that is on May 9th. And the co-founders and I that created International PMO Day, we're just the conduit. We're just the people that know how to gather, organize, and make some things happen. But that day isn't about us. It's about you. So each of us are celebrating in our own ways. And the whole point of International PMO Day is to celebrate you, the PMO people, the people in PMOs, working with PMOs and leading PMOs, and those that don't even call it a PMO, which I get totally. A lot of my clients and students don't even call it a PMO. So whether you call it a PMO or not, this day is for you if you're listening to this podcast because you're part of the engine for the organization that is responsible for ensuring that the strategy is delivered with the highest possible return on investment as quickly as possible. That's your purpose no matter what you call it. So if that's you, then I want you to take some time to celebrate on International PMO Day. Now you can go to internationalpmoday.com and get tons of ideas on things to do to celebrate the day. And one of those things is to join me, celebrate with me. I am going to be hosting a free event on International PMO Day to celebrate and elevate PMOs. Now, how you choose to celebrate needs to be whatever works for you. Some people celebrate by just, you know, chilling out, relaxing, taking a day off, going to the spa, you know, making a good dinner, going out to dinner, celebrating with friends, celebrating with colleagues you know, getting together at a pub now that people are starting to get together in person again, or having a party at work and getting together with your colleagues and celebrating PMO, doing an internal celebration in your organization where you actually use it as an opportunity to talk about the great benefits of your PMO. There are tons of ways that you can celebrate, but just make sure you do something. And if you want to celebrate with me, I am hosting a free live celebration to talk about the ways that you can elevate your PMO so that it continues to be celebrated for years to come. And then to celebrate each of you, I am going to do live coaching. I'm going to do live coaching with you and your peers and answer your toughest questions and address your biggest challenges and give you some very actionable advice that you can take right then from that workshop and go apply in your organization. Because it's International PMO Day, we're doing the workshop for free. So if you want to join me to celebrate and elevate PMOs, you can go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO Day. That's International PMO Day Celebration. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO Day. And you can register for free to join me for that workshop. And you can also let me know if you want one of those live coaching hot seats where I will coach you on your toughest challenge. Bring it, baby. I've seen it all 
and I can help you address whatever your challenges are. And don't forget, I will be sharing with you exactly how to elevate your PMO in your organization, get that seat at the table, and know exactly what to do to show more value immediately. Okay, so with that said, that was the first thing I want to make sure you know. Join me for that free workshop and let's do some really cool stuff together. Second, I want to share something with you that isn't quite ready, isn't quite baked, isn't quite done, but is super, super important to me. I'm writing a book. And if you know anything about the publishing process, you know it can be a long one. And at the time of this recording, I have not selected a publisher yet, but I'm in that process, which means I have a book proposal. And this book proposal is 50 pages, 17,000, more than 17,000 words. And yes, that's just the book proposal. Why? Because there's a lot that actually goes into a book proposal that makes it really meaningful. And I outline the entire book and every section and every topic I want to cover and everything that I think is important that PMO leaders and strategy delivery leaders, transformation leaders need to know. Now, the book is about our impact engine system, and I share in there stories and techniques and my step-by-step -step system that would be kind of a primer for our impact engine system program that a lot of our students have been just knocking it out of the park with over the last many years. And I am sharing as much as I can fit into a book in this book. Now, a part of the process is really helping you think through what you need to share and how you need to share it. And I have an approach that I've learned from my amazing book coach, AJ Harper. She is just, I just can't even say enough about how incredible this woman is. And she has a program called Top 3 Book Workshop. And I'm trying to create a top three book. What is a top three book? It's the kind of book that people say is in their top three best ever books. That's what I want to create for all of you. I want you to see that book and read that book and say, this changed my life. And I know we're talking about BMOs and not like something else outside of day-to-day -day work, but my students regularly tell me <laughs> things like that we saved their lives. We saved them headaches and frustrations. We changed their lives. They We made their careers. We hear that all the time. So I take that very seriously, very personally, and actually it gets me very teary-eyed just thinking about it because I'm so darn proud of our students. But I want to reach people that aren't in our programs and I want to give them, like you, that's why I do this podcast. And so that's why I wanted to talk about today in episode 200 is about this book what we're doing with it and share a little bit from what I put in the book proposal because it's really important and it might help you think a little bit differently about your role, the challenges that your organization has and where you can provide value. So I'm going to share a little bit of the overview, the challenges and what it is I'm trying to address in this book. I really would love to know what you think after you listen to this overview from the book proposal. And if it resonates with you, share that with me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn, write a review of the podcast, send us an email, chat on the website. All of those messages will get to me. And I'd love to know if it hit any chords with you, if it made sense, if you're excited about the book. And definitely if you're excited about the book, post something on LinkedIn or on social media because the best thing we can do is get the word out that this book is coming because I truly want to create a game-changing book that is going to change the lives of the readers 
for the better. AJ teaches us, AJ Harper that I was talking about, my book coach, she teaches us reader first. And that resonates so clearly for me. She says, a book is not about something. A book is for someone. And my friend, this book is for you 100% through and through. And I can't even read that without getting all sappy. Oh, how am I going to get through this episode? It's just so important to me that you have everything you need to be successful. And I kind of look at it as Laura today doing the work to pay it forward and make it easier for the Laura from 25 years ago that was trying to figure all this stuff out the hard way. And that's why I'm here for you, is that I want to make it easier for you and support you on your journey, no matter where you are today, taking you to that seat of the table, that role that you're just so happy and proud to be in and providing real tangible business value that you are recognized for in your organization. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So without any further ado, I am going to read the overview for the book proposal, and I'd love to know what you think. Okay, here we go. I wish I had me when I was you. I found myself saying this repeatedly to newer business leaders as they were embarking on their journey to stand up a team that would be responsible for execution of the organization's strategy. These leaders were charged with setting up what is commonly referred to as a project or program management office, a transformation group, or a strategy execution team, which can be exciting and rewarding work. However, when they came to me, they were usually frustrated and overwhelmed with the entire process. They would seek me out after a keynote to ask me why everything they were doing felt like an uphill battle when all they wanted so desperately was to please their business leaders. They aspired to be valued by their executives and make meaningful contributions to the organization. But gaining a seat at the table where they were taken seriously was a seemingly unattainable objective. Everything they read in books about the role of the PMO or found through endless Google searches led them down a rabbit hole of templates, methodologies, and tools that promised to save the day, but consistently failed to deliver measurable business value. Combine this with their misguided approach to measuring their own success, only reinforced by the fact that they were hired thanks to the many certifications they had obtained and they were being set up for failure right from the start. In 1999, only a few years after receiving my computer science degree, and while still learning the ins and outs of project management, I was asked to oversee, coordinate, and support the entire portfolio of client delivery projects for a dot-com organization. The company was creating first-time e-commerce solutions for brick-and-mortar stores, and I was responsible for ensuring the successful completion of these projects. I had no idea what I was doing. In the 90s, I couldn't just open a web browser and ask how to set up a PMO and get 10 million results like you can today. In fact, I wouldn't even have known what to search for back in the 90s, as the concepts were still relatively new across industries. I had to figure out how to do this thing that I later learned was a PMO the hard way. And I sure did learn a lot of things the hard way. The problem today is that you can open a browser and ask how to build a PMO and get 10 million results. Most of those results are going to send the reader down the endless road of mistakes that I've seen so many PMO and strategy delivery leaders experience over the last 25 years. 
I am here to save them from that. Each time I would meet a struggling PMO leader, I would share as much of my own lessons learned as I could in a series of, here's why the advice you've been getting doesn't work in the real world, Mythbusters. I would watch as the light bulbs came on and relief washed over their faces. They went from utter exhaustion and endless frustration to feeling a sense of reinvigorated purpose and seeing a clear path forward. And it lit me up too. I saw me in them, the business leader that spent 15 years learning, mostly the hard way, what the theorists writing these large books didn't understand. Their perfectionist mindset didn't hold up when tested in the real world of constantly evolving situations, shifting priorities, and the beautiful chaos of people with differing goals. Their eyes would light up and they would see this better path. I could feel earlier Lara thanking current Lara for paying it forward to those that came after me. Tears would come to my eyes. And honestly, just so you know, as I'm reading this, tears are coming to my eyes. I'm having a really hard time getting through it. Who who knew that writing a book was going to be so emotional? Okay, back to it. Tears would come to my eyes. I could still feel the frustration and utter desperation that plagued some of those earlier years. But I knew better now, and I had to help. Every time I would say, I wish I had me when I was you, I realized that I must help everyone that I can have a much easier path forward than the one that I plowed. If I could clear the way for them, I could take away some of that pain. I could make it easier. I could help them get bigger results much faster. I could help them get a seat at the table so they could really influence the outcomes. With my guidance, they would be able to help their organization change the world. In 2013, I founded PMO Strategies with a clear goal in mind to help people fast track their success by sharing what I had learned about avoiding mistakes and building PMOs and other strategy delivery teams correctly from the beginning. With over 15 years of experience in organizations, I knew the importance of setting up the entire strategy lifecycle for greater success and higher ROI, return on investment. And I wanted to help others achieve this as well. The real gaps preventing successful strategy delivery. We know that what gets measured gets done. Yet the way organizations are showing the execution teams what they value is not in alignment with achieving the business goals. Project managers are hired for their certifications, sending the message to these project managers that their value is tied to that certification. The project managers believe that their value to the organization is in what they memorized to earn that certification. So they double down on applying as much of what they learned in their certification training to every project humanly possible. Project managers become perfectionists of process instead of drivers of business value. Now, just in case you were multitasking, I'm going to say that again. Project managers become perfectionists of process instead of drivers of business value. Execution teams are not usually taught to measure the business value of the projects they deliver, so they measure what they are taught to measure, progress. They tie the success of a project to the golden triangle, on time, on scope, and on budget, leaving out metrics that show that the organization is moving the needle with that strategy. In many organizations, they use a technique called Earn Value Management, EVM, which is a misnomer because it doesn't actually measure value. EVM measures how much money a project team has spent producing deliverables over a planned period of time. 
and assumes that if the tasks are done in that period of time, they achieved value. However, there's no indication as to whether any real business value has been achieved for the deliverables created and the dollars spent, only that money was spent and that outputs were created. Yet many execution teams hang their hat on these progress metrics as defining success, and the gap between execution and business value grows wider. For something to be valuable, it must accomplish a goal. I'm going to say that one again, too. For something to be valuable, it must accomplish a goal. Looking to the executives who are ultimately responsible for achieving business results, they are finding that they cannot ask questions about business value of their execution teams because they don't understand the concepts or know how to measure them. The executives often get frustrated and dumb down their asks of the execution team to speak the language of the project managers instead of educating them on more meaningful metrics that would elevate everyone's understanding of true project value and results. Important questions about the projects achieving their desired business outcomes are replaced with questions about on time and budget, and no one knows if they are any closer to achieving their business goals. Worse, some executives don't even know that there are better questions to ask in the first place or that on time and on budget won't necessarily be indicators of successful business outcomes. Digging an even deeper hole, many projects are set up for failure because the business leaders have failed to clearly define success beyond timeline and budget, creating confusion among teams being told to just get it done without a clear picture of the desired outcomes. In their desire to just get going, they start a flurry of disorganized activity with execution teams desperately trying to understand how to be successful. Without that clear picture of success or a strategy well-defined and communicated, project managers fall back to their training and define their own success by that golden triangle. Decisions are made based on how each of them is defining success separately. And this causes a great divide that frustrates everyone involved. The execution teams are trying to stick to the schedule they developed, even as key resources are being pulled in too many directions and scope is unclear. I'm sure that sounds very familiar to you listening to this. Executives are trying to do the work mid-project that should have been done before they activated execution teams and find that the scope is off to achieve the desired outcomes and late changes are necessary. Now, this creates a push and pull between the two groups and positions execution teams to say no to protect that golden triangle. But what they don't realize is that they don't have the authority to say no because they are not really the ones that own the project. However, they resist any project changes fiercely because that perfect triangle is how they are measuring success. Often, projects get delivered on the original timeline with a loosely defined scope and with an original budget, but the desired business outcomes that should result from that project do not materialize. The project is deemed a success by the execution teams who are busy patting themselves on the back. Executives are trying to save their jobs for failing to meet their business goals. Business leaders are smart enough to realize the scope needs to change to meet the business goals during the project lifecycle. Project teams are not taught how to handle this effectively. And after the battle to protect the golden triangle, projects end up being pushed out so far that they start to lose their real value or ability to achieve a meaningful return on investment. 
business leaders don't realize the role they play in their own demise, and execution teams don't understand why they are seen as administrative overhead and blockers of progress, not offered a seat at the table to help the organization achieve its business goals. Each side feels unheard and misunderstood by their counterparts and frustrated that it's so hard to achieve success. Why I Must Write This Book and How It's Different There are countless books on project management, PMOs, business transformation, and strategy delivery. Most of them focus on improving the execution cycle instead of setting the strategy up for success right from the start. The typical PMO books document an endless list of shoulds that the reader must follow to create the perfect methodology, templates, and tools to deliver projects most successfully. Similarly, the strategy to execution gap books usually focus on perfecting the strategy or monitoring and governance during the execution stage without holding executives accountable for their role in not just defining a strong strategy, but enabling a system that will allow for successful delivery. The Agile and Business Transformation books claim to be the anti-process saviors, secretly instilling a doctrine of process discipline that rivals any old-school project management framework, while simultaneously bashing process discipline as archaic and inflexible. This just leaves practitioners confused, overwhelmed, and with little meaningful progress. Most of the guidance, training programs, and books that are dedicated to delivering on an organization's strategy focus on just that, the delivery stage. That leaves out two very important parts of the entire strategy lifecycle that must be set up right. An organization wants to see their strategy realized, setting the strategy, people, and delivery process up for success and measuring not only benefits and performance of the projects, but the metric that matters more than anything else, return on investment for the strategy. Getting the highest possible return on investment is an executive's imperative, yet something usually not taught to the people responsible for the strategy execution. The only education that we've seen in the industry that covers these big picture, full strategy lifecycle concepts has been put there by a small group of business-minded influencers intentionally driving this more holistic perspective that we all share. I found most of the influencers in this small group over the last many years and created a platform and virtual stage for us to get this message out to the masses as part of our annual Impact Summit. And this work to elevate the industry globally led to me winning the World PMO Influencer of the Year in 2021. The Impact Engine system is the strategy delivery model that helps execution teams see their role in a new light while illuminating each step of the journey to success. Execution teams learn how to use their certification training for good instead of evil while embracing an adaptive and business-oriented mindset to drive better business value. They learn how to let go of the habits that are holding them back and embrace new mindsets and behaviors that quickly get the attention of business leaders that have been craving a partner on the journey to realize their strategy. This transformation starts by shifting their focus from endlessly perfecting project execution to supporting the entire strategy lifecycle so that projects are set up for success from the start and delivering measurable business value much faster. The Impact Engine system 
gets everyone aligned right from the start so that an organization has the best possible opportunity for success in achieving their business goals and creating the most value possible for those that they serve. Executives will understand how to set the strategy up for success right from the start, and execution teams will be armed with a new mindset and a step-by-step framework that enables easier and faster delivery. Everyone wins. Everyone becomes an impact driver. Organizations thrive. We change the world. Hey, my friend, there you have it. That's what the Impact Engine system is all about. That's what the book is all about. And I'm just beginning the journey, even though I've been working on this book for years. And the Impact Engine system has been there for years and evolved and improved over time. I finally can't hold this book back any longer. This is what my community has been asking me to write. This is what you have been asking me to write. This is what you need to be successful. And I'm creating it for you. Reader first, always. I'm putting you first, my friend. And I am excited to share this beginning of the journey to create this book that I hope changes your life for the better and helps you change the world one project at a time. If you liked what you read, let me know. Share this on LinkedIn. Let everyone know the Impact Engine book is coming. And make sure that you're on our newsletter by going to pmostrategies.com forward slash news, because as we get further into the book journey, I'll be sharing different parts of it, asking for input, asking for feedback, and giving special goodies to those that join our book launch team in the coming months. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I cannot wait to see you. I hope you will join me live at our opportunity to celebrate and elevate PMOs on International PMO Day, our free workshop where I'm going to teach you about what we talked about a little bit here on the podcast and then get you in the hot seat to answer your toughest questions and challenges is right around the corner. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO day. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO day and register for free to join us. I can't wait to see you there. Have a high impact week. Bye-bye for now.